0: Hello and welcome to Your Ultimate You, the podcast. In today's episode, I have a lovely lady with me sharing her story to demonstrate the realities of what we women as face. We are all unique and spend far too much time worrying about everyone else that we often to get to check in with ourselves. I truly believe I will be able to empower all of you beautiful women who are listening simply by inspiring you and educating you through the power of real women sharing their stories vulnerabilities, passions, and drives. Without further ado, hello, Jill. Hello, how are you? So well, so well. How are you, my lovely?
1: I'm very good on this very fine Monday evening we're recording. Um, So I'm
0: delighted to be here and thank you for the offer. Thank you for the invitation. You're so welcome, you're so welcome. I'm so grateful to be here with you today, Jill. Now this incredible woman is outstanding, a beautiful, brilliant woman. And she's created a life for herself that she's worked very hard for. A true inspiration if you ask me. Welcome Jill, I'm so grateful to be here with you today to chat to you about you. So my lovely, let's give the listeners a picture of who you are. Will you please tell us more about your background? Okay, so I have
1: um, a degree in music. I, my real passion, my first passion, I should say, is music. And I studied music at university and then came out, I'm a singer, and I came out uh, wanting to continue my singing career, but knew actually that I was probably a bit young to do that because my voice uh, wasn't mature enough at uh, the ripe old age of 21. So my plan was to go away and do something and go back into singing, but it didn't quite work out like that. Life never does, does it? And uh, so I met my uh, husband who I've been with now for 38 years. Oh my God, I've just told you how old I am. (laughs) And we're looking for something to do. And uh, I saw an advert in a a newspaper that said, why don't you come and be a nurse? And uh, so I'm very good at volunteering for things. I've done all sorts of things in my life. And that's how I started my nursing career as an RGN. very quickly I didn't do that for very long I had three children and then did a variety of different things over many many years until in about 2007 I ended up working bizarrely for a national governing body of sport all to do with equines or to do with horses because my Daughter had taken up this mad sport called equestrian gymnastics or gymnastics on the back of a horse. That's a whole nother podcast, wow. by the way, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I ended up working for them and um, it all kind of went well to begin with. But after a, um, a few years, what happened was that I was being paid part time and working full time. So I don't know if any of your listeners have ever experienced this where you take on a part time job, but actually you end up devoting too much time to it. And over about a period of three years, my health and my well-being declined. And it was so slow and gradual that I didn't really notice what was going on until I was 51. And one Friday morning, it was actually my father's birthday, I arrived at my doctor's surgery to see a nurse. And I was there for my woman's health check, which was actually supposed to be when I was 50. But I'd taken a whole year to get there because, you see, I was too busy. And I walked in and um, she said to me, hello, Jill. She'd known me for about, I don't know, 20 years. How are you? And I just burst into tears. Because it was the first time that somebody had asked me how I was for some considerable time. Wow. Because I was too busy looking after my family and my husband and the house and my job and all of the other extraneous things that nobody was really looking after me, least of all myself. And uh, anyway, I had this health check and I had all sorts of things wrong with me. I had a urinary tract infection, which I hadn't had for many, many years. That was kind of the, 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 the thing that really was so unusual. But my blood pressure was up. My cholesterol was up. I was two stone overweight. Um, there was all sorts of things. I wasn't sleeping. I was really very sad. And she looked at me and she said, Jill, I'm going to make an appointment with the GP this afternoon for you because I'm so worried about you. And I was thinking, what on earth is she talking about? You know, I'm fine, really. Doesn't she know? I'm superwoman. Surely she must know this. Um, And she said, but before I do this, she said, I want to ask you a question. Have you had any thoughts of harming yourself? Now, nobody had ever asked me anything like that before. And it was such a shock because I thought the the woman that I thought I was was not the woman that she was seeing sitting in front of her that day. So I don't know if you've ever done this or your listeners have ever done that. I, I went home that weekend, that, that day. I did go back to the doctors in the afternoon. She op- offered me some antidepressants, which I didn't take. She offered me some counselling, which I did take. And then that weekend, I made one of those good and bad lists, you know, positive and negative lists about what was good in my life and what wasn't so good. And at the time, it looked like the cause of my anxiety and my depression and all the physical stuff was to do with my job and so uh, on the Tuesday I wrote my resignation letter Wow! and from that moment my Pilates teacher and nutritional therapist said to me why don't you come and work with me Jill because you with your nursing background you'd love all of this nutritional stuff you know and I think you'd make an excellent Pilates teacher you know you've been doing it for 15 years why don't you just teach it So that's what I did. I trained with body control Pilates and then started looking after my own house and that of my son. So I haven't time to tell you his story because that's all in my book. Um, And then very quickly, people began to take notice because, of course, I looked different. I lost all the weight. I looked glowing. Um, I began to sing around the house again. My family started to realise that this was the mum and the wife that they'd seen decline over a period of time. And my whole adventure then started with in the well-being industry.
0: Wow wow Gillian, thank you so much for that really insightful um, snapshot of, of kind of your 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 story It's very empowering and I cannot tell you how many women will relate to you in the in the absolute aspect that we go full throttle with whatever it is we're doing in a certain particular time in our life. And as I mentioned in the beginning, we are so busy doing stuff for everybody else that matters to us, thinking that we're doing the very best, but actually neglecting ourselves. And therefore, when we're neglecting ourselves, we're not giving the very best, though we think we are, to everyone else. And as you say, when someone questioned you, are you OK? And when you're sort of, what do you mean? I'm superwoman. But actually what we we create this persona about ourselves but the reality is what everybody else can see and it's quite sad that we allow ourselves as women to run ourselves ragged to that point and it's quite sad that we also sometimes only get that realization that our self-awareness when we've hit a really really hard life lesson But the positive is when you know that self-awareness, you can truly lean within yourself and make those positive changes that you need for you to better yourself, to put yourself first, to give the very best of love, care and attention to the ones that matter the most to you and the ones that deserve it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Jill, my lovely. As long as you have help, I will caveat that. Oh, yes. Because I couldn't have done it on
1: my own. You know, I had people around me that were able to show me the way. And of course, that's what
0: I do now. Yes, 100%. Community support, um, a network of whether it's a virtual world that we have currently right now, but real physical beings around us one person, 10 people it doesn't matter. We are not meant to do this alone. We are sociable beings and we need that support from each other. Yes, thank you. Very, very positive message. Very powerful. Jill, what was it that you faced or caused you to struggle in your life up until the point you made that conscious decision to make that change? So you've already given us a real in-depth picture of of what you you faced. But what was it that you that you particularly came across that kind of shifted that self-awareness within you?
1: Well, it didn't happen until much later, actually, because now uh, having helped women and men through my nutritional therapy and Pilates, um in all sorts of ways and you know I'm a, a professional speaker I teach professional speaking and there's all sorts of you know <laughs> uh, things that I can do fairly recently I decided that I would really concentrate on women and particularly on the issues around menopause because what I realized only only fairly recently and looking back hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it mm-hmm. that that day that I arrived in that nurse's uh room, that little dark room, was that all of the symptoms that I had, in isolation, you could treat, but actually if you took it as a blanket, they were all menopausal symptoms, every one of them. And not one person mentioned the menopause at any stage when they were trying to, uh, to help me. And so this is where that life lesson has become so important now is because that's still happening. Women are still going to their GPs at 37 or 47 or 57 with usually actually depression or anxiety. The physical symptoms we put up with all of, and there, If you look on my website, there's 40 symptoms. Women are so stoic, you know, we'll put up with those. It generally is the ones that are the emotional and mental ones that drive us. Your GP is more likely to prescribe you an antidepressant than they are to look at the underlying cause, which is actually the withdrawal in estrogen. That's what's going on here and so now my whole raison d'etre is to try and educate women so that they can anticipate what is going to happen to them, be prepared for it, understand the physiology that's going on underneath and then decide what it is that's open to them in terms of prevention but also in terms of helping the body to be in a good balance homeostasis rather than just picking off the symptoms and treating the symptoms. Because that's my philosophy coming from the allopathic world of you have a symptom, it's diagnosed, you treat it to the alternate and complementary world, which is if we build health, then the body will heal itself as much as possible. What we need to be able to do is to give the body a good environment in which
0: to perform in the magical way that it knows how to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And too many times. Do we go finally when we have grievance with our physical self? It's because our physical manifestation, the pain or the hurt that's going on physically is because that is a symptom of something, for, as you mentioned, so far underlying, whether it's an emotional or something that's happened, a situation has occurred, a bit like trauma. Um, trauma
1: the trauma, yeah. actually. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for those who co- perhaps don't understand, listeners, my darling listeners, you can we experience this on a daily daily impact. You might watch a horror film that causes you fright and those frightful feelings, and then you start feeling butterflies in your tummy or um, a slight nausea. That is your physical symptoms. That is your body physically reacting to a situation. Our bodies physically react to something again, a symptom of whatever the actual. Um, situations going on. So thank you for highlighting that. so important. You've pretty much answered my next question, Jill, but maybe you would like to elaborate on it. Within what you faced or caused due to struggle in life, up until the point now that you made that conscious decision to make the change, what was it that you realised within that change that shifted your paradigm that you found within yourself?
1: Um, I think... I think it was really tuning in uh, because as a mum you tune out so and I've got much better at this (laughs) so I was kind of a bit in denial that I had three parts to me that there was mind body and soul or spirit as we call it you know and it's bizarre really because as a singer um, and a soprano I spent my life singing to God or singing you know singing in churches mm. but considered myself an atheist because what i was doing was i was mixing spirituality with church church and churchality or whatever you might want to call mm. it because i wasn't comfortable about all of that side of um, what we what we know to be um, religion because spirituality isn't religion And so as time's gone on, I've got more and more in contact with the soul, my soul, my connection, my spirituality, my source, whatever it is, not not God. You can call it God if you want. I I don't call it God. And so over a number of years, as I've become into more physical alignment and I've understood, you know, doing my practices such as Pilates and yoga and aligning my chakras, that, has, uh, that opened up the world to me in terms of that missing point, mind, body and soul. And to have true balance and happiness and joy, that is really what we need to be able to embrace because the more we can embrace that side of us, the happier and the more joyful and physically and mentally happy and well we will be. And this year has been a real blessing because although it's been extremely difficult, the the one thing that I have done is I have become much more in 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 alignment with my spirit side because there's so much misinformation and there is so much confusion and fear which you've already referred to you know it's not necessarily just the virus that was going around last year that was killing people if you are in a fearful situation your vibration lowers uh, your um, immunity lowers And all of the people that I know that are connected, you know, and and work on their spirituality, none of those people, if they did get ill, they would recover. But the people that were so embroiled in the fear, because that's what, you know, we've been exposed to. uh, And I'm not saying that that's the cause of this. but I'm saying that fear in any illness, in any situation, and that's why cancer is so awful, is because people hear that word and they immediately go into fear mode so the whole piece about well-being it's why it's called well-being is because it's all aspects of our lives including our relationships and our physical activity and our community engagement you know all of that is really important into what makes us whole and what makes us happy
0: absolutely absolutely and it takes some may understand and and get it straight away that the synergy between mind body and soul others Need to go on a journey and understand it for themselves because everybody relates to it very very individually whether that is you believe in a higher power a vibrational source um, an energy god it doesn't matter it's what you truly believe in to be you that is your your soul your spirituality the mind and the body is your more physical self the spiritual is it, it's, a, it's a beautiful synergy and how i kind of picture it in my head is like a circle you need all three aspects to be continually going around to so bring that in each day, small, simple practices into your daily life will not only shift mindset for you, it will build up your physical health. But your soul is open to receive opportunities, to respond, to learn and in essence, bring that balance that you, you very, very so profoundly mentioned. It's so important to have balance. And I'm not talking about a scale of 50-50. <laughs> it's not life. That is not life. As much as we'd like to pretend it is, it isn't. Life is many different numbers. Balance is a matter of perspective, a perception. And, and, and that's, that's what's really important. It's, it's so down to the individual. Thank you.
1: It's, it's one of the reasons why, you know, the one of the ladies that I'm working with, Amanda Potter, Um, She's very, very spiritual and has been on this journey for far longer than I have. You know, we've got a little group, we do little 10 minute talks called the the Curry Spot. You'd have to listen to understand why we call it the Curry Spot, it's basically the best place to be. Because there's so much fear and gloom and worry around that actually these little 10 minute vignettes are all about all of the things that you talk about. So what are the top tips that we can do? What do we need to eat? What do we need to supplements do we need to take? What are the, the little practices that we can do every day that is going to help everybody Raise our vibration, even if they've never heard of spirituality or source or soul. Mm. You know, you don't need to know all about that. All of these things are very practical. Absolutely. Um, in, you know, making healthy drinks, you know, simple things like that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Jill, what was your greatest aha moment or inspiration?
1: Oh, gosh, that's a question. Um, <laughs> you can just pick yeah. one. <laughs> Yes, I mean, there would be lots. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, my greatest inspiration, actually, one of my one of the people that I work with very closely um, is my friend Marion, and uh, Marion I've known for about six years. She was one of my speaker trainers, and the thing about Marion is that she is she knows how to have a good time, <laughs> and she she what she does she calls it I ooze juicy joy. And she talks about. And uh, what she did for me was that she showed me that I was taking myself and life far too seriously. Oh. And, you know, that because I'm, you know, I have a mixture of very left and right brain. So I'm very creative, you know, I'm a musician, but I'm also very logical and mathematical. And so sometimes my head takes over my, from my heart and I can be really serious and a bit, you know, stern. And the one thing that Marion taught me to do was... Um, just to stand back from all of that and not get so embroiled in the seriousness of life Mm. and to be much more spontaneous and to be in contact with my intuition. Now, I've built on that particularly over the last year, and I believe every woman has it. You know, if I would have parents come to me, particularly with their children, and, uh, you know, a good paediatrician will do this if you have an ill child, they will always listen to the parent. Even if they can't see what's happening with this child, if the mother or the father, more often the mother says, there's not something right, there's something not right here. Her intuition is so strong. And unfortunately, particularly over the last year, that has been batted out of us because we are being told and um, all the time what we should know and what is real and what is not real and where we should go and who we should hug and who we shouldn't touch. All of our intuition has been quashed And this is the challenge for this time going forwards is to regain that. You know, you talk about empowerment. That's the real empowerment that we want to be able to offer women now is to get back to their intuition, to understand what's really going on, to feel into it and know what's true and what isn't.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. What have you created for yourself?
1: Um, I've created a lovely family. (laughs) I'm quite good at that. (laughs) Um, I'm exceptionally or I was exceptionally good at getting pregnant for a start so don't come anywhere near me um, and so I have a you know we have a very um we're very fortunate we have a nice life we've moved fairly recently to be with our children and I am going to be a grandma for the first time um, on June the 5th well that's congratulations we so that's very lovely um, but I also you know I'm very blessed ordinarily to have lots of friends that I play music with you know I'm you know for, I'm very fortunate to have a gift and I know that I do and I'm very happy to share that as well um, and uh, and as this year has gone on as well and I've become more in tune with with uh, alignment and source is I've got out of my own way particularly in terms of abundance uh, and understanding how true manifestation works and so um abundance is just flowing at the moment financial freedom in a very worrying time is um, you know it's just incredible how that's all happening because if you try too hard you push it away Um, and so that's been a very lovely a lovely nice benefit from doing all this work
0: i'm so glad you're reaping the benefit from doing all the work it's so important and as we say what you put out you attract back so the fact that abundance is flowing in your life that's amazing and that's something that should be celebrated thank you for sharing that What is incredible here is Jill's true story of her origins, her struggles, because let's face it, we all have them. And how most importantly, how Jill took her power back when she discovered herself again, in terms of her self-worth, personal awareness, to make the decisions she needs to make in her life. And lastly, Jill, where do you see your journey taking you? Well, obviously this year is gonna
1: be a bit busy. (laughs) I'm hoping um, I've already seen the pram <laughs> or the I don't think it's called a pram anymore. It's called something like a travel system or something. I don't oh, know. is it? Oh, wow.
0: Goodness. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh,
1: so obviously I'm looking forward to a new little um, arrival into our family. I'm looking forward to getting out and about in our new home because obviously we've been very restricted. So we're, we're looking forward to exploring more of our area. Um, And with Amanda, we've not only created the Curry Spot, but we're also going to be running retreats um, all over the country uh, coming up. We're planning those now. So we'll be bringing women and men, but mostly women together. And so we'll have a combination of um, my kind of expertise, but also Amanda's expertise you know she's a clinical hypnotherapist she's a Reiki master she channels angels she's a tarot reader so the the two of us together are quite a tour de force so we'll be putting putting together all these lovely events and uh, creating that community bringing women particularly together to share and uh, regain our our powers and our balance
0: lovely that sounds really exciting thank you for sharing that I would like to leave the listeners with one final thought. Jill, I'm going to ask you three quick questions. The first, what does empowering women mean to you?
1: Um, for me, it's about education because if you particularly if you are menopausal or you think you might be going to the doctors and asking them for what they um for what they think you should do very often doesn't get you anywhere but if you for example were to listen to my podcast and look at all the stuff and then you go empowered saying I know that this is what's happening to my body and I want this 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 and this it makes life easier for you and for them
0: definitely definitely second, you <laughs> yeah perfect absolutely second question my lovely what three words would you describe yourself as
1: um I'm sunny <laughs> I'm inspirational, lots of women have said that about me, I'm funny, I'm inspirational and I am very kind.
0: I would say so, I would definitely agree with that, lovely. And finally, what makes you happy?
1: What makes me happy is, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is sharing, so whether that's sharing food around a table or sharing knowledge or sharing music or sharing a lovely conversation with you, that's
0: what for me life is about this sharing. Beautiful absolutely thank you. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Jill for your time today you have been absolutely inspirational so thank you Jill.
1: You're well, very welcome thanks for inviting me.
0: You're so welcome and thank you of course to my sensational listeners I look forward to having another incredible woman sharing her story with you in the next episode.